are Recording the in progress. wisdom and perfection of the Buddha. All beings, wisdom, perfection of the Buddha. But because of delusion, attachment, we, they suffer and cause suffering. Nevertheless, our practice is to be this I and all beings of the great earth together attained way. I and all beings of the great earth together attained way. In the midst of all the circumstances of life, in the midst of the conditions of ongoing changing, in the past week I was watching a program of animals on the African plain and first they showed a lion a lioness with several cubs hunting an antelope which it killed and attempting to feed her cubs with that antelope. And I noticed on one hand the lioness and her cubs needing that antelope and on the other hand the antelope was part of a group of antelopes and it she was killed, leaving her fawn also defenseless to feed the lioness. She didn't want to be killed, yet the lioness and her cubs needed to eat. Later on, Hyenas came, driving away the lioness who feared the hyenas who would kill the lioness's cubs if they could catch them. And they, so to speak, stole the carcass. And were feeding on it. And I noticed my reaction to the hyenas, what I could say, their viciousness. But of course, the hyenas were being exactly the perfect expression of the life of the universe in stealing and eating, in threatening and maybe even killing some of the cubs. 
as was the lioness, and as was the the antelope, which ran from and wanted to live as well. This ongoing life of killing and being killed, being born and dying, gaining and losing, is nothing but at this very moment all beings the wisdom perfection of this awakened life what is that easy sometimes to see when it goes the way we quote want not so easy to see to appreciate when it doesn't go the way we want and yet birth death this exactly is the life of the universe the life of the Buddha sickness old age they make trouble for us or I should say it another way we become troubled by them because any self view that we hold to is shattered over and over by these circumstances, these so-called gain and loss. So-called gain and loss. And yet, this, if I use a fancy word, interconnected into being that we are is is our life is this nature even saying that is stinky words but I'll say them and then we could throw them away because unless we can see this for ourselves and then live this for ourselves, we entangle over and over in all sorts of places, bump up against the very universe that we are in selecting I want and I don't want, I like and I don't like and reacting based on that reacting through that when we react through that and don't see it for what it is then we're blinded to this that we are. Yesterday I brought up this case that included the woman at the road giving so-called directions, Dharma teachings to whoever inquired 
So today I'll bring up quickly another woman at the road in China. Different road, different woman, probably different time. And some of you might remember this case. She had another refreshment stand on the road. And a pilgrimaging practitioner came by and looked and said, Oh, those look like interesting cakes there. And she looked at him and said, Oh, what is it you've got on your back? What is that thing you those things you're carrying? He says, Oh, this is the Diamond Sutra, wonderful sutra. Um, I'm a real expert on this. And these are my commentaries that I've written on it. Oh, and she said, ah, is that so? So, I'll make a deal with you. Since you're an expert on the Diamond Sutra, there's a phrase in the Diamond Sutra. It says, past mind doesn't exist, present mind doesn't exist. Or, let's say it differently, past mind can't be grasped. Present mind can't be grasped. Future mind can't be grasped. With which mind are you going to take this tea cake? If you can answer, I'll give it to you. Otherwise, can't have it. Which mind do you take this refreshment? It's also a play on words since the way the Chinese word for those particular cakes was called refreshing the mind or literally can be read that way. He was flabbergasted. Didn't know what to say. Couldn't respond to her Dharma challenge. Went off hungry. Actually, there's further dialogue between them. but He didn't get the refreshing mind cake. See? In fact, the Diamond Sutra elsewhere states, and I quoted this several weeks ago, abiding nowhere, mind manifests. Abiding nowhere. And yet, we find all sorts of places we abide pick and choose. I like the lion. I like the antelope. Vicious lion. Oh, those hyenas. Ah, Disgusting, ferocious animals. They're so mean to everyone else. Ah, I wish there were no hyenas. But of course, hyenas are the perfect expression of this awakened life. And so are the lions or the lionesses. And so are the antelopes and the zebras. And the vultures that come to pick at the bones of whatever's left. And the various insects that eat up everything, including little bits of bones and the dung that's left. 
dung beetles coming and taking that? How do we live in this world that all beings, all conditions are the manifestation of this awakened life? And yet, we need to be able to see where there's harming, where there's skillful action, where atonement is needed, when we're entangled and creating suffering and harm. How and where are we creating harming and suffering in our entanglements of likes and dislikes, choosing this and rejecting that? And yet we can't just take everything. Otherwise, we don't function. Otherwise, we mix up poison and nurturing food. Otherwise, we put ourselves in dangerous situations, crossing roads that are full of traffic, walking into fights, being blinded, and being blinded by our likes and dislikes, being blinded by our reactions. Tomorrow's Memorial Day. In American tradition, Memorial Day is a day of remembrance and appreciating past persons and events, especially people who served protecting in the military. Yet, of course, in that way, we pick those that we want to celebrate for their military actions, and we reject those whose military activities we were opposed to, don't appreciate. We see this starkly set forth in our country now with all sorts of monuments for people being pulled down because they were on the side that we say were evil, supported this or that event, whether it's slavery in terms of the Civil War or other events. Though some hail them, Others say, no, they were doing wrong. Of course, most common soldiers were just soldiers who were following along wherever the public they were with pushed them, whether they were chosen or volunteered. And yet, we appreciate those that we connect with and don't appreciate those on the other side. This is very simple and ordinary and it's common all over the world. 
We have Memorial Day services all over American cemeteries in Europe from World War One and World War Two. We don't, for the most part, have Memorial Day ceremonies at German cemeteries where German soldiers were. Same with Russians having at Russian cemeteries and not at Germans, or Poles having it at Polish cemeteries and not even at Russian cemeteries, since Russia divided Poland at the beginning of World War II and killed thousands and tens of thousands of Polish intellectuals and soldiers, not even at war, but after they took over. Of course, from the Russian point of view, it's one thing. From the Polish point of view, it's another. From the German point of view, it's one thing. From an American point of view, it's another. Of course, we say there is a right and a wrong, but not so easy. Not so easy. Is the hyena right or is the hyena wrong? But people can make better choices than that. And nevertheless, how do we be see this interconnectedness and the blindness that we all easily are sucked into? I, I know this very well. Though I of course, was not alive. Well, I shouldn't say of course, but I wasn't alive during World War Two. I had uncles and cousins who were, who, some of who were in the United States and fought in the American military, and I had some who were in what was then the Soviet Union, Poland, Ukraine, which whose boundaries were fluid, who were killed in Nazi, what's called actions, pogroms, killing of large numbers of Jewish populations and other populations that they wanted to wipe out in order to make room for their expansion. When we appreciate our connectedness with all beings, when we appreciate Memorial Day with our connectedness and appreciation, especially for those who served protecting we also have to realize that there are beings in all directions who died on the other side. And though we could say, yes, they were doing evil, yes, they brought this about on themselves, and yet, and yet, we also have to appreciate this and be connected with the fact that this is what humans do. They pick and choose sides and create violence and war and hatred. So, whether we talk about 
in Europe or we talk about in Asia the massacres and genocide in Nanjing and other parts of China by the Japanese forces and the firebombing of Japanese cities by American forces and the people who died in there. Memorial Day, though it's narrowly only for military services, in a way we need to see how do we be more than just for one side or another, but truly recognize our interconnectedness with all beings and how greed, anger, hatred of all sorts leads and perpetuates violence, suffering, harming, blinds us from this I and all beings together are this awakened light. There's a nice case, I've talked about this before on Memorial Day, but I won't stint, I'll bring it up again. This is from the Pien Lu, or the Heikigan Roku, the Blue Cliff Record, which is a collection of a hundred cases from China, compiled in the 11th century common era. It's put together first by Shuido and then by Yuan Wu. Case, the cases are mostly from 7th through 10th century events in China. The 18th case is known as National Teacher Shong's Seamless Monument. I'll pick up a little bit of this. Emperor Su Tsung, excuse my terrible pronunciation, asked National Teacher Wei Chung, After you die, what will you need? Or what can I do for you? What can I do for you as honoring you? The national teacher said, Build me a seamless monument. Build me a seamless memorial. Seamless. So, the emperor said, Please tell me, master, what the monument would look like. The national teacher was silent for a long time. Then he asked, Do you understand? The emperor said, I don't understand. The national teacher said, I have a disciple to whom I've transmitted the Dharma, Tan Yuan, who is well versed in this matter. Please summon him and ask him about it. I'll stop here. Well, maybe I'll read the rest, but just so that I don't leave you in suspense. After the national teacher died, passed away, the emperor summoned Tan Yuan and asked him the meaning of seamless monument. Tan Yuan said, South of Xiang, north of Tang, within there's gold sufficient to a nation. 
beneath the shadowless tree, the community ferry boat. Within the crystal palace, there's no one who knows. Now, the date for this event is 775 Common Era. But, Common Era is right now. Right now. How do we be this seamless Memorial Day? Seamless, of course, is this abiding nowhere. In picking and choosing, we abide in all sorts of places. No problem picking and choosing. Except when we get stuck there. Then, instead of abiding nowhere, we abide in all sorts of places, which leads to greed, anger, confusions leads to harming and suffering. In a way, this is always the most simple practice of experiencing, of zazen. Sitting right where you are, and yet abiding nowhere. Or, noticing exactly where you're entangled and abiding when that's so. Because that occurs. That's ongoing. Grasping this, grasping that. And yet that blinds us from this very mind that's manifest right here. This very awakened life that we are. You're the national teacher. You're the emperor who must build, manifest this monument. This is your life monument, being this seamless universe. Seamless means not getting caught in this like versus that like versus that dislike versus that hate versus versus versus. No problem saying I would prefer chocolate ice cream. No thank you for the vanilla. No problem. Except if the universe gives you vanilla ice cream, right there is what you open your mouth and eat. Right there, if we get caught in, no, I won't go, then right there, of course, ice cream's a simple thing, but we get caught in all sorts of, what's this, what's not this, what's good, see? How do we respond as this non-abiding How do we respond of this past mind, present mind, future mind doesn't exist and yet manifest this 
awakened life that we are. Past mind doesn't exist. Present mind doesn't exist. Future mind doesn't exist. Being not knowing, being no one knows, and yet being this intimacy not knowing, responding and serving. And noticing what we know, what experiencing we resist. What experiencing we resist. Of course, if a hyena is in front of me, I would try to get away in any way that I could. But if I even see a hyena just on a television and I react, right there is something to notice. If I'm sitting quietly on the cushion and thoughts come up and I grasp and react with them, right there is practice effort called for. So Memorial Day is, yes, memories come up and we appreciate those. We bow to them. All those who served us, all beings in all directions. We have beings in all directions that made possible our life right now. In the Gatha for meals we aren't doing formal meals in the Zendo but when we do formal meals the Gatha begins 72 labors brought us this food how many beings are entailed in that in all directions humans, not humans insects Worms, fungi, pollinators, all sorts of creatures bring us food. Truck drivers, warehouse persons who gather the food and ship it out to wherever we buy it from whether we grow it ourselves or get it elsewhere, myriad beings. In fact, taking a breath, we breathe in myriad trees, myriad grasses who produce oxygen, the sunlight is nothing in but this breath. The rain the ocean, all are in our breath. This is the seamless universe. 
the seamless monument, the seamless memorial. And yet it depends on us to appreciate it, not by thinking about it. But if anything, noticing when we refuse to be it in all sorts of little and big ways, just simply noticing it, not because you need to keep track or add judgment, but because that's an opportunity to be this abiding nowhere, to be not knowing within the crystal palace, to function under the shadowless tree to serve all beings. And all beings isn't some amorphous, but it's the one right in front of you. Whether it's he, she is outside, or whether it's the entangling self-centeredness that needs your noting so as to be the experiencing moment, so that you could be this manifesting universe life. Ah, thank you all.